Right. Hey, girl. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Bow Conversations with B. I am your host, Brandy Anderson, and I have my guest here today, Hope Lenore. Before we get started, first, I want to thank my sponsor, B. Anderson Collection, Live Your Life in Color, honey. It is a luxury beauty brand that sells bow lipsticks. And right now they're running a sale. Um, if you put in code LD... L is in Larry, D is in Daryl, 2023 at checkout. The whole site is 50% uh, off. So make sure that you check them out. It is brandydanderson.com. And that's where you can find the, find the B. Anderson collection. So now that we done got all of that out of the way, I do not want to belabor the conversation that we're going to have with my special guest. But before we do that, honey, I got to make sure that I properly introduce her um, before we kick this off. So Hope Lenore is the owner and the founder of Rise and Fly LLC. Come on, Rise and Fly. Uh, with more than 20 years of uh, industry experience, she serves as a global talent consultant, inspirational speaker, award-winning author, okay, of Workday Catalyst. And we're going to talk about that, y'all. All of her three books are filled with professional tips, inspiration, real-life career stories that professionals use and see results period, honey. That's what we're here for. As an expert, uh, as an expert talent consultant, her audience includes professionals across the globe, including those in the U.S., London, and South Africa, with a focus on aligning professional satisfaction. Uh, satisfaction. Um, oh, sorry. I read that wrong. Aligning professional plus spiritual purpose to get the right people in the right places with a connected use of their skills, resources, and satisfaction. Hope is a speaker who empowers thousands to reveal their purpose and disrupt their industry. Period, honey. She is also a certified diversity executive and two-time international Stephen Award winner who views professional purpose as a custom way to transform the world by solving huge core and career issues. Y'all, I want to welcome my guest, Hope Lenore. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So, let me tell y'all this. I'm not going to go into great detail, but I, I want Hope to expound upon this. So me and Hope uh, got to know each other throughout our professional career. And I got to know Hope in such a way. And Hope was really big. Now, listen, I am here for all the black girl magic. When I say your name wrong and I need to be properly, uh, you know, corrected, Honey, I'm here for all of that. So when I met Hope, Hope um, told me how to say her name, but that's how I want to kick us off because Hope's name means something. And this is really going to shed some light on who she is as a human a individual, but I love her so much. <laughs> and so um, Hope, to kind of kick us off, like, is there anything else that I needed to add to that about you before we go diving right into your origin story and all of your history and things? No, that was a lot. Thank you, Brandy. Thank you. And I love you back. I love you back. Yes. I'm, I'm going to spill it all. <laughs> so I know as a Black woman, and I can appreciate this too, is that as a Black woman, 
uh, when somebody um, asks how to properly say my name or they'll ask me how to properly spell it. And y'all will be surprised. For a very long time, I was known as Brandy with a Y. And now we have come, we have now arrived and people, most people now ask me, do you spell it with an I or a Y? And I tell them like, thank you. I so appreciate that. Like, cause people for a long time didn't ask me that. They just assume it was with a Y. So with your own story, tell us a little bit about your origin story behind your name and why it is so important in your industry. Absolutely. So um, I'll start with my L because I make that a big, a big deal. So what Brandy, what Brandy was, was going to tell you, but kind of like, should I tell them? <laughs> so when we met, it was, I am Hope L. Because I wanted to make sure the entire name, that she had the entire name, because it's a full story. And I'm glad that you give me an opportunity um, to answer a question like that, because it's important for all of us, right, to know yeah. why we have our name. And if you're out there and you don't know why, then ask. Ask around, why, why was I named this? Or what does that mean to you? Or what is it supposed to mean to me? Because you may be surprised. So the L in my name is Lenore, is the way that I pronounce it here in the US. It is French. Um, and even I don't know how to pronounce it French. I went you know, to France and I said Lenoir. And they were like, that's not, that's not how you say that. But it is two words. So it's L-E-V and N-O-I-R black. And the thing for us is that um, I'm happy that I got to keep that name. It's a family name. So mm -hmm. especially in the black community, it's good to have that piece to help you link your history, um, where you come from. But then there's my first name. And I'm not sure if we ever talked about it, Brandy, but my first name mm -hmm. is Hope. Hope. Okay. And what people don't know is that like all of us, we were named our first name for a reason and Hope was given to me in hopes that I and my mother would live. So my mother was diagnosed with cancer while pregnant with me. Oh, wow. And so my family came together and said, we're going to name her Hope in hopes mm -hmm. that they both live. Mm -hmm. My mother passed away nine months after I was born. Mm. So I'm, I'm, I am personally a big advocate on women having a choice. Yeah. Um, because there was an opportunity for her to have a choice in that situation. So nine months after I was born, she passed away. What I want people to, to know about hope, and I think it's, it's often mistaken that hope means that you're going to wish for, you're going to really wish for this. Yeah. So um, quite a while ago, you could have still looked in Webster's dictionary and see that hope means to expect with confidence. You expect yeah. this to happen, right? Now, the more we say wish, I wish, I'm really hoping really hard, I'm really wishing really hard, mm -hmm. even Webster is going to change it, right? Because Webster changes definitions based on mm -hmm. how. Unfortunately for me, but um, it may still be there. Yeah. To expect with confidence. And I like reminding people when they say, I hope, it's like, all right, you're expecting this with confidence. Be confident that, confident that this is going to happen. Not a, I wish it, I wish it would. No, it's, I expect it to happen. So that's a short synopsis of my story um, of my name, Hope. 
that's I think you kind of cut in and out. I'm so sorry. Yep, I was done. <laughs> oh, okay. So I I no, but I, I wanted to say thank you for sharing that because I think it's um every woman has or has some type of history with their name. You know, mine it's a little wild and crazy, but apparently my mom, when she decided that she had me, she didn't really have a name for me. My dad wanted to call me Clover. Thank God that did not happen. Nice. I, I told him, I was like, dad, all my life, I will be called Clover. And that's that reminds me of a dog's name. Um. So my mom said that she was uh, standing next to a uh, you know, next she was in a room with another lady and the lady was calling her daughter Brandy. And the woman suggested that you should call your daughter Brandy too. And she was like, that's a pretty name. But I looked it up and I think um, Brandy um, is defined by alcoholic drink or something like that. And I was like, thanks, mm -hmm. mom. That's great. <laughs> um, but apparently as I dug deeper, it means strength, mighty, uh, warrior or some something to that regard. I should look more into it. Um, because when people say your name, it's like a faith base. Like when people say your name, it means something. That's the reason why uh, biblically in the Bible, when people, you know, in those times when they would name their children, they had so much meaning because people were going to be saying this name over mm -hmm. and over and over again. And that basically was speaking that over that person. And for the destiny of their life, which is why you see biblically in the Bible about names being changed and things like that, because their original name meant something else that wasn't good for them versus when they encountered God, then the name got changed and it became more life giving. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate you telling that because I know there are many women who are in a professional career who are always having to correct people tell people and even a young man um, that that works with us or works in, in the same industry as us, um, I called him a certain, uh, well, no, people were trying to say his name and he was like, people mess it up. So please call me this instead of that. And I know my dad went through the same thing. So I appreciate you sharing that mm -hmm. um, to understand why the importance of when you do correct people that you're not trying to be funny, that really and honestly, there is a meaning to my name. And that is the reason why mm -hmm. I want you to say it in a certain way, or I want you to say, or I want you to say this overall. So I can really appreciate that. So talking about your professional career. So we talked about your name, the importance of it um, and how, you know, sacred it is for you. And that's why, you know, you do tell people to say it this way versus not. Um, and I know we went through that as I was preparing all the social media stuff. I know you help a lot of people out in their career. Um, and your focus around, you know, uh, driving, you know, professionals in, in how, you know, in supporting them on taking what they like, you know, what they enjoy to do and, and putting that together with um, their spiritual gift. Tell me a little bit about like, how are you supporting, um, you know, professions with that? How are you helping them figure that stuff out? Because I know that's huge yeah. when um, you're navigating your career. Um, and I remember somebody saying to me, and hopefully nobody gets offended by this, but I remember somebody had said to me that, um, 
we work in an industry that wasn't built for us. And what they mean, what, what they meant, meant by that was meaning for black and brown people. Like it just wasn't meant for us. Mm-hmm. And so thinking about that, like how are you helping professionals like build out and figure out their, their career paths? Yeah. Well, let me, let me first say, um, I love that you said your name. It has meant something and how sometimes it's changed but it's supposed to have this meaning to, to bring you life. Yeah. So finding out what your name is and then manifesting whatever that is, is going to be fantastic. And it's going to be, okay, I need you to get it right because I'm, I'm trying to manifest this. I need you to help me manifest whatever that is. Exactly. So what I do is I help professionals align their purpose because yeah. um, for a long time it is, if I know my purpose, then I'll know what to do in church. If I know my purpose, I know what to do or help my community. Mm-hmm. And then we go to work and we're so unhappy or we don't yeah. feel or we feel like something is missing. I don't know what it is, but I just, and you may be fantastic at the role that you're in, but you still feel like I just can't shake it. I'm just, I'm yeah. not fulfilled here. And that reason is because you're not working in your purpose. Mm. And so when I discover that for myself, it's like, this is linked. So my spiritual purpose, yeah. my professional strengths, yeah. they align. They are the yeah. same. Yeah. And when I am able and I do use this in my career, then that's what brings me fulfillment. Mm-hmm. By the way, those who know their purpose are less likely to have heart attack or strokes, are less mm. likely to suffer from Alzheimer's. And that's what research tells us. Yeah. They're also more loyal to their company. They're more innovative as well. So there's so many benefits to knowing what your professional purpose is. Yeah. Um, and I, I want people to be clear too, when I'm helping them, the purpose is not, are you meeting a KPI? Oh, look at this beauty. Look at high beauty. <laughs> it's not just about knowing when you say purpose, oh, that's wonderful. What your task is like, I got to beat this KPI or I got to type 40 words per minute or I've yeah. got to make sure I'm up all three floors, but that's a task. It's yeah. not your purpose. Mm-hmm. So one of your questions um, suggested that if you're in an industry where you think it's not for black and brown people or women, yeah. does that mean get out of the industry? No, because no. you can still yeah. operate in your purpose. Mm-hmm. So the work that you do, the role that you have, how you use your voice, all of those things mm-hmm. can be used in that industry, regardless of what it is, because you can be very creative. And that's some ways that I help people. You say, how do you help? First of all, know yourself. So making sure that there. And then second of all, if it's not evident, let's get creative and how to insert your purpose into the role that you have. So every day, you know where you are, you feel fulfilled, and you go home thinking, I did it. I'm okay. This is good. Yeah. So how are you helping professionals or even like a young adult who may be watching this and asking themselves like, well, how do I you know, become self-aware? How do I know what are the things that I enjoy? So what are some things or some tactics that people can start putting in place to figuring out like, what is it What is it that I enjoy doing? Uh, you know what? So I wrote a book called Rush. 
Mm-hmm. It's not rush into your purpose. You got to hurry up. It's no yeah. it's that feeling that you have when you're in your purpose, like that excitement. That's something you just want to always talk about. You want to know more about. It. You want to research it. You want to do it. So that rush. And so in a book, in this book, I give tactics that they can use. Yeah. And one of that is being in that moment where you recognize when I talk about this or when I see this or yeah. when this is part of my job, I get so excited. Yeah. I feel like this is me. I want to keep doing it. I want to keep learning about it. That's a part of identifying what your purpose is. Again, it's not a rush. It's not a chase. Yeah. It's there. It's already there. It's with you. It's a matter of engaging what that is and appreciating what it is. So that's one of the tactics that I use. Okay. Another one of my favorite books is Strengths Finder. I tell people about it all the time. I love it. I wish they would pay me because I talk about this book. I know. Girl, okay. <laughs> Give me some content. I'm giving it away. Like, what? <laughs> Y'all got free game right here. <laughs> Right. So I, I suggest that they take the strengths finder assessment. Now there yeah. are a bunch of assessments out there and people really don't want to take another test. Oh yeah. Strength finder. What I love is it's telling you don't waste time trying to be strong at everything that you're weak. In. That's a oh waste my gosh. Of time. Yes. Know what your top professional strengths are. There are five mm-hmm. and then work on building those things. Yeah. So to me, that's, that's a great start. And then there's a spiritual gift. So knowing what your spiritual gift is or recognizing it, mm-hmm. and that may be taking another type of assessment, mm-hmm. or it may be you already know, or it may be study where you realize this, this is my spiritual gift. When you do that, you recognize that these are the things that align. So this is my professional purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, those are tactics. Oh, go ahead. There, uh, Thank you for sharing that. Cause I think even early on in my career, there was a lot of questions. Like I knew I was really good at doing certain things, but just was, it, it, I was trying to figure out how those things were actually going to align with the work that I was doing. And to be quite honest at the time, I was a single parent. So I was just trying to make ends meet. I was trying to make sure that I, um, had enough money to be able to do certain things and take care of certain things like that. But I think once I got to a certain place within my career, I then started to ask myself that, like, what do I like doing? Like, what about me makes me so special and um, things like that. But you said something earlier and I read a book um, by Noah Jones. Um, It's called Killing Comparison. And um, I'm on chapter four, but she said something about how, we take what we do and we define that of who we are. And so when you said that, like those are tasks, Mm -hmm. you do those things, that is not who you are. Um, And there's a difference, but what happens is that we end up defining ourselves and valuing ourselves in the things that we do. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so have you, how do you help individuals, especially in their professional career, how are you helping them? um, Like they're being challenged with that. So how are you helping them to be like, no, let's think differently about this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So those, those are, you know, the, the 
some the two things is being in that moment and recognizing when you have that feeling. Yeah. The other was the strengths finder and the spiritual gift test and comparing those. But also sometimes we know, but we're afraid. And I'm glad that you brought up, you know, being a parent because I'm sure that could be very difficult because it's not just about you. Yeah. It's about your family. Mm-hmm. And you want to make money, provide for your family. Also know that your purpose is not just about you. Yeah. It's about everybody else. Yeah. So being in that purpose, that means that um, you are affecting everybody else that's waiting on you. You have this purpose that Mm -hmm. I need, that I want, that you're holding hostage. Mm -hmm. And it may be out of fear. So um, another way that I help groups, because I used to help individuals. Now I help groups, which I think is really, really fun because people get together and they're actually helping each other because they know the person. But it goes back to that creativity, right? So when you're in that space, what is it that you get excited about? Yeah. How long have you been excited about that? Because I want, there's a difference between passion and purpose because passion comes and goes, right? Yeah. Um, so, and it's not just what you're good at. Yeah. It's what you feel like your purpose to do. So having that conversation and as a coach and consultant, asking a lot of questions. Yeah. Just that, what do you enjoy? It's yeah. More, why do you enjoy this? Yeah. So what about that in particular? Did you enjoy about that? Did you enjoy that yesterday? Well, what, yeah. so I'll take, for example, something I love to help. We hear that all the time, right? I think my my purpose is to help. I love to help. Is it though? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so for me, for example, I like to help. Yeah. But I'll be honest, if you want me to help you cook something, yeah. I am not gonna like it. If you want me to help you, yeah, administrate. Mm, not my thing. <laughs> so we have to be very specific when we say help, help mm. how. It goes back to asking those additional questions. Yeah. On the person or the group that I'm consulting, those why, 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 when, how to get to the root mm. of what is it really um, that you're um, purpose to do? That's really good that you say that because um, I had a conversation with someone that works with us and um, we were talking and just catching up. And one of the things that she brought up is that she was, um, you know, coaching someone else, young, a young girl. And um, she noticed that the young lady would light up every time she talked about a specific thing, but it wasn't related to the job at all. And um, she was like, look at you, you're lighting up. She was like, you're, you're, you're just, every time you talk about it, you light up. And so she, the, the way that the conversation went was, you're asking God to bless you indeed and to enlarge your territory and you're wanting him to financially support you. But what about the thing that's in front of you is the opportunity that God is presenting in front of you. But because it doesn't look like the way that it lo- it's supposed to look like in our eyes, you miss out on the opportunity of the thing that you're asking God for. So she flipped that around because I'm talking about my career. And she was like, um, as as I was talking about the podcast with her, she was like, look at you lighting up. Like you're so excited. 
So she was like, what about the very thing that you're asking God for, Brandy, is right in front of you. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you're missing the opportunity because it doesn't look like. And what happens is that, oh, my gosh, we end up uh, hope like we limit ourselves because we limit ourselves to the industry that we may be in and be like, well, this is all that God has me to do. Or it is the focal point of how God is going to bless me in a certain area. And it's just like, no, like you got to be open. So in that group, um, I know you said strength finders and I know right now you can go on Amazon and you can actually buy the book and take the assessment. I think the book is no more than like $20. And I tell associates all the time, like go buy the book. Like it's going to be the best investment that you make mm -hmm. within your career path. Yeah. Um, and I know there's some spiritual assessments, which I've taken um, as well, being in leadership. Um, but like, how are you helping them? Like what kind of questions should somebody ask themselves when they're thinking about um, what is the things that excite them? Because sometimes when you're being asked that, like straight on, like right mm -hmm. then and there, you're kind of like, um, I don't know. Like, so what are you doing to ignite that, to create that thought, provo that thought provoking to get their, their juices going to thinking about like, where was the times that I was excited about doing something? Cause I feel like I'm a helper too. Like I love to help, but I love to help when it comes to like makeup, like my friends come to me and I get excited to help them. But some stuff I just be like, I know, you know, this and I'd be like, no, I don't. They were like, no, I don't. Really. I really don't. And so, but I get excited to help in that space because I'm very creative. I like doing that stuff. And so, like, how are you helping people to figure out what's the things that really do excite them? Yeah, it's it's that why question, right? Okay. Um, and I love that you told a story about someone that you talked to that where she saw the light up. Yeah. So it's 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 I can't say that it's this one question that I ask a person. Yeah. What it is, is in that conversation with those professionals, it's watching them. Mm. You light up when you say this. Yeah. You light up when you talk. You feel your shoulders go back a little bit. Yeah. You feel really proud when you say, tell me about that. How did that yeah. even go? They're telling you about the event and you're pinpointing those moments and you're asking them more questions about that moment. So was it all women? Oh my gosh, was it the lipstick part that you got excited about? Was it yeah. the conversation that you were having with them yeah. that you got excited about? And the person is going to tell you about the conversation and about that conversation that they had with someone. Let's say, take you, for example, with someone yep. that they were um, being an artist for. It's something in that conversation that made you light up even more. Yeah. So it may have been, here's an intimate moment. So makeup is a, is a, is a conduit or a catalyst. Yeah. To have that intimate moment with these women about yeah. their life or about yeah. their struggles so that you can help maybe minister to them, teach them, support them. Yeah. That's when you start lighting up. And I can say, that's when you light up. So it's that's the thing that you want to help with. That's yes. the thing. Yes. In the in the um crazy thing is that I remember going through some training way back when and i remember something that stuck out to me is to it was called um i think it was called design your life or something mm -hmm. like that and um in that class i think one of the questions was pay attention to what gets you excited mm -hmm. because like sometimes we're going we're so as a mom 
We are so busy. We are moving after moving. We're going to one thing to another. I literally was talking to my husband about this and he was like, you enjoy taking them to these spirit nights and doing all these things. And I'm like, yeah, you should too. You know, but that's a whole another story for a whole other day. But um, we get we we get so busy and caught up in the things that we're doing that when we do get excited, we're not even focusing on us. Mm-hmm. We don't pay attention enough. And so, is there anything that you provide to these professionals to get them to slow down? Yeah. So, a, so a part of the first book that I wrote, it was don't be busy for the sake of being busy oh, or being busy because you think that's the right thing to do. Oh, oh. Sunday school, church, Bible study. And then we're going to this, this, you this. Gotta talk about it <laughs> because you think it's the right thing to do. Yeah. We're missing out on what, what am I purpose to do? Mm-hmm. And so what I talk about is just take that moment to step back and yeah. rest. And rest doesn't always mean go to sleep, lay on the couch, binge watch TV, those are all therapeutic. And I do say those are self-care as well. Yes, absolutely. However, it gives you that time to reflect. Yeah. And say, okay, what am I going to do for the next week to make sure to commit, mm-hmm. not being busy, but commit to recognizing those moments that excite me? Or who will I talk to after that week is over to say, this is what I discovered. And this is what excites me. Yeah. Because I find, um, I hope this is so good because I find Mm -hmm. that when I do talk to women or moms who are busy managing their young children, they find themselves in a deficit of what am I here for? Or we define, it goes back to, I define myself by what I do. Mm -hmm. I then define myself by being a mother, being a wife or being a single mom, having a business and you're not defined by, by the thing. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately we do find ourselves in the slippery slope is that we start to define ourselves. And then we, and then we get to a place where hope, where we're like, who the hell are we? Yeah. Like, who am I? Oh my gosh. Like, I forgot who I am. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even remember who that girl is anymore because I started to slide into this slide of, I now define, I started to define myself by the, the position in the role. Mm-hmm. And that's dangerous because then you're losing sight of, to your point, who you are, whether that role is inside or outside of corporate America or non yeah. organizations or wherever you are. It's just being having that moment to step back and say, why do I feel this way? Why do I feel like this is not enough? Why do I feel like I haven't done anything to do? If I look at my checklist, I've done 15 things today within three hours. Why do I feel like I'm just not? That's the moment to say, actually before that moment, but definitely in that moment to say, let me step back and remind myself, this is who I am. You step back and you remind yourself who you are. Yeah. Because we get in, caught up in the, this is what a parent should do, a sister, a daughter, et cetera. These are all the things you should do and all the things that you do to your point, that's who you are. Step back and say, okay, who am I? What is my purpose? Not what other people tell you that you should be doing. And you can be- Oh, really girl, great. girl, <laughs> you better go on. You could be super great at it. 
But that's when you lose yourself and you lose all those moments to exercise your true purpose. And don't think that it's being selfish, right? Because right. purpose is to serve everybody else, is to take care of you and to serve everybody else. So you're still taking care of what your purpose to take care of without destroying the gift that you've been given and the gifts that you're going to get because you're in your purpose. Girl, listen. And my thing is, my thing, you know, if we go back to, well, I shouldn't do this because I'm supposed to do that and I need to make this much and I need to kind of, then to me, that is actually, you know what? You're, you're doubting who created you, right? Because if you feel like, yeah, if you feel like, um, yeah, I, I'm losing you a little bit, but if you feel like, um, well, I got to do this because this yeah. says this is what I'm supposed to do, or I don't think if I do that, I'm going to make enough, or if I do that, then I won't be able to do this. We're doubting mm -hmm. what created us. Yeah. So if you say, um, whoever the creator that we believe in, if we say all powerful, all knowing, can do any and everything, all yeah. I got to do is ask. And then we come back and say, well, I got to do this because if I do what I'm purposed to do, yeah, what I feel I should do, I'm not going to come. That's contradictory, right? Yeah. That that makes me wonder, do we have the faith that we say that we have? Yeah. Do we, do we have confidence and believe in what we say we actually believe in? Yeah. And it goes back to purpose. Why was I created? Yes. Why am I here? Who am I supposed to serve and how? Who am I supposed to serve and how? Yeah. yeah. Period. <laughs> so you Period. see, I have, a, I have a chalkboard wall here. I also have a chalkboard wall in my hallways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the questions. Who do you want me to serve and bless today? Mm. So using my gift, my purpose, my reason for created, being created, I have to remember it's not just about me. And it's yeah. that I live in my purpose, yeah, personally and otherwise, to serve who I'm supposed to serve. Yeah. So that's and that's so good. Oh my gosh, Hope, there's so much. Cause I, I'm telling you, this book called Killing Comparison is everything that you're, you know, in line with what you're talking about. And um one of the things, and also one of the things that I heard um, this Sunday um, from the church that I attend was that give it up to him, not give it up, but give it up to him. So we have a gift that was given to us. He gifted us with this. It was not something that we did on our own. So like sometimes when I hear, oh, I was self-made, I'm like, where do y'all get that from? Like you weren't self-made. That gift was already poured into you way before your physical being was even created. Now you are here and you have this physical body and you are supposed to steward the gift, but you give it back to God because God is going to multiply it and you steward it so that you can pour back into other people. So, and I'm starting to realize 
I keep that within my makeup and my connection is kind of cutting out. So please forgive me. Um, but one of the things that I'm figuring out is that my makeup videos, my makeup that I do, it's not for me. Mm -hmm. There yeah. is a woman that I am helping teach them how to do it so they can feel confident in who they are. And you don't know how many women, because I remember um, a friend of mine that said to me, well, Brandy, makeup is like, you're trying to cover up something. And I said, not for the women that I serve. I, I said, the women that come to me, they want to be boosted up. They're the ones who aren't wearing makeup all the time or they wear it all the time and they learn something new and it builds a certain confidence in them when they learn the technique. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, my, my people who I'm, I feel that I'm aligned to, it builds them up. They end up getting a confidence inside of them. You know, when they get to put on a bold lipstick, um, you know, like, cause for them it's, it's like, Oh, well the last time I wore red lipstick is when I went somewhere fancy and I'm like, why does it take a special occasion for you to wear a lipstick that makes you feel good? Like, mm -hmm. how did you feel when you put it on? Well, I felt fierce and confident. Then put that lipstick on. <laughs> like, put it on. You know, like, you know, to to get yourself used to it. You know, every woman is not going to be accepting of that. But for the people that I feel like I'm called to, they are accepting to that to say you're right i need to do it so they're going out buying the bold lipstick and wearing it and saying oh my gosh look how you know beautiful i look or brandy i wore the lipstick color at a photo shoot that makes a difference it does yeah and but there's so, also another message that you're delivering to them right so like you said it's not about the makeup it's not about the lipstick it's about tapping into that woman's confidence for you and so there's a message that you're giving to her while you're doing that for her or while you're actually um, delivering it to her or when she comes and say, you know what, this made me feel really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so there's there, there's definitely definitely more to that. So I'm going to tell this short story. OK, go for it. Go for it. I love I love the stories. I was going to I was going to ask you to share a story, but go for it. Go for it. So it's, this is funny. I think I think it's going to take us a little off. Okay. okay. But I just remind it when you say lipstick. So for those who are listening, you probably notice I have I don't I have on no makeup. I have mm -hmm. I don't have a thing about makeup. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's horrible that you're looking at a person that likes to get up in the morning and be like, hey morning, let's seize the day. So I bought um some lipstick from Brandy. I don't know if you remember this years ago. I bought some lipstick from Brandy and I was like, okay, I'm gonna put on this lipstick. And I was like, I don't. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what I'm, <laughs> I don't know how to do it. And I actually say, Brandy, I don't think this is working. Yeah. Listen, I thought there was something wrong with the application to put the lipstick on. That's called user error. And she's <laughs> like, okay, I'm going to send you this video. Yeah. And this, <laughs> you grown woman is how you put on this lipstick. Yeah. You know what? I felt very honored that she took the time and said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm sending you this video and this is how you yeah. do it. So to me, that yeah. scenario, it wasn't about the lipstick. Yeah. It was about the sisterhood to say, I got you. Let me show you. Yeah. How to do this. 
and, yeah. and that was a wonderful piece. So we have to remember it's it's asking those additional questions of why. Why did I yeah. or why did I honor that? Um, those yeah. questions when we're thinking about our professional purpose. Yeah. So this reminds me about last week's um, episode with Gracie, who is my nail, my nail tech. So shout out to her because I think she's watching. But, um, you know, uncovering the why behind it, like she talked about her story about doodling because I was like curious to know and I wanted the viewers and the listeners to know what got you to the place of wanting to do makeup and nails like in. It, when when we got to it, we started to uncover. I was like, oh, the nail art that you do on my nails is like the doodling that you did on the journals when you were in high school. Mm -hmm. So it's like as if you made full circle to the things. And this is why it's so important as a mom and a woman and a professional woman, we are busy doing so much that sometimes we don't stop and take time to pay attention to what excites us. Mm -hmm. What brought us to this place of why we're doing the thing that we're doing? Because for Gracie, and hopefully she's watching, um, it's so much more than just doing nails. Like, mm -hmm. it's so much more. Like, when she does it, she gets um, she gets an experience. I mean, she gets to tap into this artistry, but she gets to make this woman's hands feel good. Like, I... And I talk with my hands. So <laughs> a woman who want to talk with their hands, honey, you need to go see Gracie, honey. Go watch that episode. But like, it is something about um, the feeling of your hands being manicured. Like you feel, whew, you feel good. Because then when, when I have small nubs, sometimes for me personally, I'm like, this is giving very basic energy. <laughs> me and so like you said everybody you're not called to everybody mm -hmm. you're just not so there are going to be people who there are going to be people and um and i guess i want to know hope like how are you helping professionals when they're trying to discover like what they were you know designed to do or what excites them how are you helping them with not being discouraged when they come across people who don't accept them because you're not called to that person. Right. They're going to misunderstand you. So how are you helping guide them through that um, to help them understand that everybody's just not going, everybody's not going to receive you? It's, you know what? It's, it's not just everybody's not going to receive you. To your point, everybody's mm -hmm. not for this. And it doesn't mean that they're going to miss out on anything. They yeah. aren't for this. So don't feel bad. Well, I didn't help them or I wanted to, they're not for this. And they're going to encounter something else or have a different type of experience. And that's fine. Yeah. What you should know is that you were created for something very magnificent and specific, whether mm -hmm. that's people, whether yeah. that's experiences, whether that is things to, or culture change. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You should be excited that you were specifically created for this. Yeah. They are not designed to have this. Yeah. That is okay. And they were designed for something else. Period. And so, you know, it's not necessary that we rebuttal or even we share that with them. It's just, I understand how you feel. It. No argument. 
no, oh my gosh, I shouldn't do that. It's no. When you know yourself and your purpose, when you recognize it, I should say, Mm -hmm. it's going to be so amazing and so exciting. All of this, Mm -hmm. it's not, it's going to be small compared to what you feel about who you are and how to move forward and what your purpose is and what you were created for. Yeah. You can care less about because you can barely hear it anymore. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. And it, I can't say that it's easy because it was hard for me too, as an entrepreneur, it is, I want to help everybody in this space. I want everybody, 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 everybody. I don't care how old you are, what you identify as, what your gender is. Yeah. Everybody. But I have to realize this is not for everybody. Yeah. Everybody doesn't need this. Yeah. Everybody doesn't need this now. Everybody yeah. is not open enough to receive this now. Yeah. Just imagine how many people I am helping with this now. Yeah. Think of it, think of it that way. So that's great. I want to, um, uh, we have a question. Do you believe purposes change with time? No, I don't. Does it evolve? Yes. But does it absolutely change? No. So you were created for this purpose and how you execute that purpose may change. It may Mm -hmm. evolve. And the more you learn um, about your purpose, the more your behavior will evolve. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, I'll I'll give an example. So my my spiritual purpose is prophecy. Mm -hmm. I have a gift of prophecy. Mm -hmm. As a prophet, I thought I'm going to deliver this message I've been given to you. And I'm going to check in and be like, did you do what, what I talked to you about? Did you yeah. like, no. <laughs> so as I learned more and I evolved, I realized that's not, it's not, not what I'm supposed to be doing. I have mm-hmm. to accept that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to check on you to make sure you did. <laughs> or I'm not going to check on you to ask you, what does that mean? Because a lot of times I don't know. And I like that because it's not my business. Yeah. My responsibility is to deliver what I was told to you. Mm-hmm. I was admonished to say to you. Yeah. And I have to step back because everything else is not my responsibility. Who they yeah. touch, how they did it, do they. So the way that I behaved evolved. My purpose yeah. did not change, but yeah. I learned more. I, I, it does not change. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. So I want to, um, I want to take a turn because you mentioned something early on. Um, you being an entrepreneur. So mm-hmm. um, we didn't, we haven't, this is because the, the conversation is so rich um, <laughs> that we haven't gotten a chance to talk through this, but can you tell us a little bit of how you uncovered what you were supposed to be doing and what got you to a place to open up your business? Um, I want to ask another quote, but we're not going to go there yet. Cause I want to get into your books, but I want to know like, how did you get to this place to say this, this is where I'm supposed to be? Yeah. It was recognizing every moment that I got excited. And in my book, I told a story about how I was working for this company and I'm interviewing people all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I get excited when I'm given this message about this person in an interview. Right. It's like, mm-hmm. I want to, I want to tell you something. <laughs> yeah. And I realized that. And then I realized, you know, there was a 
a, a senior leader that say, hey, I want you to go in this room and talk to this executive about how we help develop the professionals here yeah. in our organization. Sure. I got in the room and I, I was just so excited. I didn't care what level they were, if they were level one all the way to level 12. I didn't, I was excited. I had ideas. There are things that I wanted to talk about and share and I, what I knew and the research, all of that. Yeah. I recognize, you know what, this keeps happening. When yeah. we talk about where people should be, I'm always excited. I'm always researching it. I'm not getting paid to do this research. Yeah. And what I realize is I love this so much and I know that this is what I'm purpose to do mm-hmm. that I'm going to do this outside of the job that I have. Yeah. I'm going to do this outside of corporate America. I can do it all the time at my own pace. Yeah. Whatever I like, charge how much I want to charge. Yeah. In this space. That's what got me to doing it, saying, you know what? This feels good. I want other people to feel just as good about their career once they acknowledge that this is where they're supposed to be. Yeah. Like, purpose is what they have. Yeah. So, by the way, my so my spiritual purpose is the, the gift of prophecy. And I have to tell people, it doesn't mean I'm going to, just because you ask me a question. Right. I'm not, not going to tell you. Your I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I'm given this message that I delivered to you specifically because I'm assigned to you. I recognize that you are supposed to have what it is yeah. I'm going to tell you. My, my professional strength, one of them is individualization. Yeah. And what that encompasses is being able to talk to a person and recognize where they should be. Yeah. To be able to say, this is where you should be. Yeah. So I'm given that, whatever that is, to tell them. I can do that without them having to take an assessment. Yeah. Deliver a message. I know you're the person I need to tell this to. Yeah. He is giving instruction. It's not going to tell you you're going to die tomorrow. It's giving you instruction. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. This is where you're supposed to be. So this is what gives me uh, fulfillment is helping, you know, to get the right people in the right places, supporting um, that type of movement, mobility. Um, That's something I absolutely love. I hope I answered your question. Yeah, you did. So with that, um, so hope you keep mentioning these books um, Mm -hmm. that you've written. Yeah. So I want to talk, I want to, I want to dive into that a little bit. Okay. What made you want to write the first book? Like, what made you want to write in general? Nothing makes me want to write in general. I, <laughs> I tell, look, Brandy, I tell people all the time, I am not a writer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't want the homework. Yeah. What, what, what catapulted me to actually writing my first book is that the conversations that I was having with clients were always, I don't know where to go. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, I went to school for this, but I don't know. I just, I'm not happy. I kept hearing that over and over again. And I knew what got me fulfilled. I knew the research and what it told me about professionals and their careers, what gives them that fulfillment. And so I said, you know what? I can talk to people one-on-one or I can write this book 
and I can reach thousands, millions of people just by that book. They may never see me a day in their life. And I realize there are some people who have not. Yeah. But they'll read the book and they'll get something from it. And that's that was my first time getting a comment from somebody in London who wrote their who read the book Rush saying I didn't wow. know someone else experienced yeah. the things that I experienced. Thank you for telling me how. Wow. Otherwise, I would have never talked to her. Yeah. It was good to know that yeah. I can use my gift, which is not writing, but sharing my story, <laughs> sharing my story to help her better serve by using her purpose. I Let me see. I have. So I originally wrote the book and it was in uh, blue and white. It's still on Amazon in blue and white. I rewrote it. Um, this year, republished it this year. Okay. Expanded on it. This is how it looks. Okay. This time, what I did is after each chapter, I had a very short exercise, especially for those of us who don't like to read long novels or have long yeah. exercises. Um, a very short exercise after each chapter to help them. And the reason that I did that is because um, people were saying how, 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 and I wanted to show show more of that support. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, the book that I know you by is Workday Catalyst. So tell us a little bit, tell me a little bit about what made you write that book. And it's not a novel type book. It's almost like a daily devotion for people who are in the work uh, workspace. And I don't think it matters what workspace you're in, but what made you uh, create that? I have a Facebook group okay. called Rise and Fly, which is the name of my company, right? So mm -hmm. Facebook group. And I ask, I put a poll in the, in the feed and I said, what would you like me to do to make this experience better for you? Mm -hmm. And the response I got um, from a man in my group was, give us a tip or inspiration every day. And so for about two years, I would go in and I would give a career tip or I'd say something inspirational for the workforce every single day. Mm -hmm. And then I said, you know what, what if? Because at that time, looking on your Facebook while you're working was not the thing to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay. But I was like, it would be nice if they had a book on their desk or on their yeah. table at home where they can turn to, to a page and get some inspiration or a tip. And so, by the way, Brandy, this is about to come out in hardback. Oh, is it really? Which is even better, yeah. Yeah, because I have the, um, yeah, is the it the, back. what would they call it? Like a yeah, paperback? Paper yeah. Paper yeah. Paper so I just, I want to show your audience. So this is what you get. So when you look at this book, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm not reading all that. Yeah. Like it's not a novel. It's not, it's not a novel. Who wants to read all that? Probably statisticians. But here, you see that little paragraph? Yeah. So it was designed so that I could meet uh, what, you know, one of my followers was asking for every morning. Just give me inspiration. Give me a tip. Yeah. Turn for one page. And that's your tip for the day. Yeah. And some of it is very light. Yeah. You'll be proud. And some of it is you made a mistake yesterday. Yeah. 
here's what you need to do to correct that mistake at work. Yeah. Um, but it gives just a, a little tidbit for, for every single day. And that that's on Amazon too. Yeah. And, and um, I'm hoping in the next two weeks that the audio version, you were the one that really pushed me to do that. The <laughs> audio version of Workday Catalyst will be available to anyone who wants to go on Amazon and purchase it or iTunes to purchase yes. it. Yes. Oh yep. my God. That's great. Yeah. I remember. So me and Hope have done a similar type interview style. Um, this one was a little bit, a little more different, but it was around her work catalyst book and her being an author. And one of the things I suggested was like, I like listening to podcasts and I like listening to audio books. Why don't you think about putting it on an audio book? And I think she was talking about her voice and all the different things. I was like, you have a calming voice. I'll listen to it. Like, are you kidding me? Put the book, put the audio out there, make it happen. <laughs> um, so this is great news. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that I want to encourage someone, cause I'm, I'm, I've done like a spiritual, um, testing and giftings and things like that. And I'm in exaltation, ex, um, I'm an encourager. I okay. Exhortation. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so I do want to encourage somebody today that as you are trying to uncover and discover things that you want to give to your clients, ask them questions like hope did, like, what is it that you need from me? You know what I mean? And mm -hmm you'll be surprised what people want from you. Um, one of mine's has been like, can you do a beginner class, like makeup class? Um, because I have my own journey of becoming a makeup artist and getting to a place where um, people think that I'm skilled. I, I still feel like I struggle, but people are like, no, you you're doing way better, way better than I could ever think about doing. And so one of the asks has been, can you do a makeup beginner class? Um, another ask was, can you do a makeup beginner class and make it into like a master class or do an in-person class? So I want to encourage you all and anybody else who watches this is to, if you're in a place where you have your own business or in a place that you have something that continues to be pulled, people pull this from you, um, start to ask these people, like, what do you need from me? Like, what is it that you want me to show up and provide you? Uh, and, and you'll be surprised what people will say to you. Um, taking that Strength Finders book was really helpful. It actually helped me identify things that I already knew about myself, but couldn't put a name or something on it. Um, but mine's is I'm a wooer. I win others over. So um, it's not surprising that I fall into this space of being an influencer and encourager and all these different things. So I would encourage you to buy that book if you haven't. Again, it's like $20. You can buy it on Amazon. There is another assessment that's uh, free that I've taken and it's been super helpful. It's um, in line with um, the MBTI, which is the Meyer, Meyer, Myers-Briggs. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, it's called 16 Personalities. Um, it's a free assessment. You can go online and take it. Um, it's a little bit different, but it does have additional stuff about career pathing, like what type of careers would you consider? And it's very general, like uh, general industries like counseling or, you know, things like that. They don't tell you a specific position. They just tell you a general industry that you would enjoy based off of uh, taking the assessment. So again, that is 16 personalities. Um, you can just Google it and they'll pop up for you. And it's a free assessment. I think it took us, it took me no more than like 10 minutes to take. Um, but this was all goodness. Hope, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing all your wisdom and knowledge with us. So I want to give the audience a chance um, to know how to get in contact with you. If you have any events or anything coming up, I know you talked about your audio book and the hardback. So where can people reach you? How can they contact you to, to find you and to find all this great stuff that you have right now? Yeah. Um, so you can contact me um, by email, actually email since you know we'll do this for brandy you can email directly me hope at rise and fly that's r-i-s-e-a-n-d-f as in frank l-y.net um, email me there hope at rise and fly.net um, and let me know that uh, you have a group a team your company um, you would love to talk to me to help inspire your your talent or your associates your teammates or if you just want to get some girlfriends together and you talk about um, career um, mobility and where you are and professional purpose let me know i'll be happy to do that too you need a speaker i can do that too um, if you're you're saying you know what i want to take some time just by myself you can absolutely purchase my books on amazon easiest way is just to look for hope Lenore, remember that's L-E-N-O-I-R on Amazon. And you can find my books there and purchase them there. And soon you'll be able to do audio. So as people are going back into the office, that's something you can like listen to on your way to work before you walk in the office. Um, so many ways, so many ways. You can look on my website, you can email me, you can go to Amazon. I'm happy, 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 happy to connect. This is my purpose and I absolutely enjoy talking about professional purpose. Awesome. Well, thank you, Hope. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, thank you for everybody who was watching today and for those who watched the replay. Hey, y'all. Uh, thank y'all so much and hope this was great. Thank you so much for being my guest uh, today. And thank you to all my viewers. Thank I'll you, see y'all next Wednesday at 630. Y'all have a wonderful evening. Bye, y'all.